0: Good morning, and thank you for listening to another episode of SDB in the Spotlight. I'm Monica Cristopa, and co-hosting with me today is Maria Acevedo.
1: Good morning, everyone. Today, we're taking time to speak with Jamie Thompson, the PACME's Academy Principal at Beloit Memorial High School. Welcome to our podcast, Jamie. Hello. Happy to be here. Before we even begin, like I said, you're the principal of our Me's Academy. Can you tell everyone what Me stands for?
2: Yes, absolutely. So Pacmes is one of the three upperclassmen academy at Beloit High School, and it stands for Public Service Automotive Construction, Manufacturing, Engineering, and Science. It's a mouthful. <laughs> it is. We have a lot of letters. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about
1: yourself and your career with the school district of Beloit?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, So I was born and raised in Beloit. I'm a BMHS graduate myself. I started my career in Beloit actually as a student teaching intern at Morgan Elementary um, and then went right on to teach for four years at Aldrich Intermediate School, science and math. And the last seven years I've been at Beloit Memorial High School as an assistant principal.
0: And now principal of the PACMES Academy. Correct. So it's the start of October school has been in session for a little bit now. What kind of things are you looking forward to, um, as we continue through this school year?
2: So we've had a really great start to the school year, and I'm looking forward to just really continuing the momentum that we've built with students, staff and family. Um, We're really focusing on um, creating a sense of community and belonging with our students and our families and uh, promoting student achievement at the highest level. We have an unbelievable um, group of students with us this year, and we have so many great things that are coming up and so many great things that we've already um, accomplished this year. So just looking forward to continuing in a positive and productive way.
0: And I think you left something out because your co-academy principals have said, we also want to make sure that the staff and the students are having fun fun this year. Yes.
2: You've mentioned this before. <laughs> Tell us why that's important. Um because and myself Um, As a Beloit Memorial High School grad, the four years that I was there were some of the best, you know, and I can remember all of the memories. And Beloit Memorial has some amazing traditions, Um, homecoming, back to school, all of those things. And when you feel like you're enjoying your time and you're having fun with those that are in your school community, it just makes everything so much better. And then we can really focus on that that achievement. Well,
0: this kind of goes right along with that fun overriding feeling. Um, You're involved in many students clubs, activities and events as as an advisor, as a leader within the building. So what kind of events do you see coming up or what's coming up um, later this year that our families would be interested in?
2: Absolutely. So one of the big events that we have this year is Expo. We revamped that last year and it was a huge success. That's going to be coming in December. Um, We have so many community partners, district partners that will be there to really showcase our academies and all of the um, industry cooperation that we have. So it's a really awesome event for not only our students and families, but really the whole community. We also have um, our parent-teacher conferences um, every term, as well as we'll be uh, debuting snowcoming this year. What?
0: Um, How did Maria and I not not know about that?
2: That is brand new. So instead of a winter formal, which has been done in the past, we're introducing snowcoming in February, um, which will have a very similar feel to homecoming, um, but for the winter. So this will be the first annual BMHS snowcoming. Um, And then in the spring, we just look forward to all of the exciting things that come along with graduation, the victory tour. Um, We're going to be doing a signing day with our students this year and all sorts of really cool stuff that's going to be coming up. So I'm very excited. Oh,
1: that's actually that sounds great and a lot of fun. Lots of great events to look forward to. Um, Can you share with us a little bit of the benefits of the Academy model?
2: Yeah. So the academy essentially creates schools within schools um, and you have small learning communities where students are much more connected to uh, the people and the, the teachers, staff members, principals, student services staff. Um, so the ratio of students to staff becomes much smaller. There's also a lot more relevancy, so students are working towards career pathways. They're thinking about what happens after graduation. They're doing things in their classes that contribute to graduation requirements and beyond, and really finding out what they like, what they don't like, and what they want to focus on after they graduate. Um, And the other thing that I really like and I've gotten to experience a lot as the PACME's Academy principal is all of the exploratory opportunities. We have so many field trips, job shadows, speakers, um, just an endless amount of opportunity for our kids to get in front of industry professionals and work alongside them and understand what is really needed if they want to go down that path. So I I cannot say enough amazing things about what our students have been able to accomplish and experience the last few years.
0: Well, you keep us busy busy in marketing and communications because we get more photos from the PACMES Academy than any other academy in terms of guest speakers, Mm -hmm. field trips. And Marie and I always like to say we outpace the state. Three to one in work-based learning opportunities. Yes, we do. And here you sharing all of that today is mm-hmm. just evident that this will continue and hopefully to grow.
2: Absolutely. And I just like to shout out the community because for our next year, um, this this school year, we are completely booked with um, Pack Me speakers three times a month for the entire year. The community just came out and they supported us and um, that's awesome.
1: That is awesome. Um, Next question is, um, can you share with us what communication channels you utilize to just keep connected with family, students, staff?
2: Yeah, um, so we try and use a little bit of everything because different families, myself included, With my students' schools, I want different types of communication. So we really try and be personal as much as possible. But of course, using um, emails, call-outs, we have the weekly night news that gives a lot of really great information. Because we have high school students, we push a lot out through our announcements and our weekly video announcements. And then um, we also uh, conduct home home visits when necessary to really um, get to know families and what resources are needed.
0: Well, we have to give a shout out to Deb Edmonds, who Mm -hmm. does the weekly night news. She's perhaps the most
1: proactive. Yeah, she gets thousands of views on that.
0: Thousands, Mm -hmm. when we tell her 3,500, 5,500. So um, to our listeners, if you have a student at Beloit Memorial High School, that's really, it's a weekly newsletter the high school puts out that's full of lots of information. Absolutely. Well, you talked about communication channels. One of the things... um, I really appreciated um, having happened in August was the entire staff went out to do door-to-door visits, to welcome students back to the school year, to share communication, introduce them to staff. First of all, tell us why that was so important at the high school um, for you and others that were leading this.
2: So attendance is a really big uh, focus for us this year. We know that in order for students to achieve and be successful, they need to be in class and getting the support from our staff. So we wanted to start the year with a, a big focus on attendance and making sure families had everything they needed in order to allow students to be in attendance every day, all day. So we wanted to get out, meet them where they were at, and really start to develop that positive homeschool connection. We thought that was super important.
0: And it was. And I heard it was very, very successful. So plans to do that again next year, do you think? Oh, yes.
2: I think this will be an annual thing. Oh, that's awesome. So
0: what's something you can share about the students in our district, specifically at Beloit Memorial High School, that you would like our listeners to know about?
2: So, like I said earlier, I have the privilege of getting to go on a lot of field trips and, um, and with conferences, all sorts of things where we're taking our students into the community, into other communities, traveling with them. And one thing that I'm always not amazed by, because at this point I've come to expect it, is our students get so many compliments, um, how responsible, respectful, thoughtful um and they ask the most amazing questions. They're so engaged and so appreciative of all of the opportunities that they have. It's it's great. I wish everybody would be able to accompany them on these opportunities because it's truly unbelievable how how they handle these things. And it makes you want to do everything you can to put those types of opportunities in front of them as much as possible.
0: What was interesting to me is last year, um, Wisconsin Public Radio came to us and said they were doing a story about social media, Mm -hmm. and they wanted to interview our students to have them ask questions, and then they went and sought out experts in the field. One of those experts was from UW-Madison, a very well-known researcher, and after they interviewed our students and our students provided questions, I received an email um, from this researcher who said, unbelievably well thought out questions. In fact, we have a state board um, that works with students to keep them, um, UW Madison and their research team in touch with students thoughts on social media. And she said, which I reached out to Emily Pell's the principal. We'd love to have two or three of your students on this state board, but, um, She said, I'm not amazed because certainly Mm -hmm. I had the opportunity to meet all those students, but the questions they asked were thoughtful, intelligent, um, and really could help other teens. So I just Mm want to say that what you're saying, um, I've certainly heard, Maria's certainly heard from others. Yeah. Oh, we know it's very
1: accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Could you share one question you wished we would have asked you today? And then how would you have answered that question? Oh, she's looking up. Our listeners can't see her face,
0: but she's
2: <laughs> thinking. Um, I think, what do I love most about Bloit Memorial High School? Um, as a former student and um, a current administrator for the last seven years, anyone that's gone there or been there for any amount of time, I think you know that it gets under your skin. Uh, Bloit Memorial is a very special place. Um, and the energy and opportunity within that building and within that body of students and staff is, it's magnetic, it's energizing. Um, and I just like to thank everybody from the community and the district that helps to create that for our students, um, and help them find their thing. Thank you for sharing that, Jamie.
1: And then could you also share with us a teacher, maybe some teachers that had a positive influence in your life?
2: Yes, my AP U.S. government teacher, Mr. Shicker at Blit Memorial High School. Um, he was probably the reason, it sounds corny, but that I became um, an educator, engaging, passionate, um, and he just had a way with conversation and would remember everything and anything about um, all of his students. So he was he was Awesome. That's awesome. And then this is a newer
1: question that we've been asking. Um, we had Jason Noel on the podcast and he kind of shifted the perspective and talked about a student that influenced him. So do you can you think of I know there's probably a lot of them, but can you think of a student that also made a positive influence?
2: Oh, goodness. Um there are so many but I think back to my teaching days when I was brand new 22 years old in the classroom with middle schoolers a lot of them were bigger than me <laughs> um, I had a class of students and I'm sure if they're listening they'll know who they were um, but they really taught me how to kind of be who I was in the classroom and not put on you know the teach but teach me how to be Jamie, but also be Mrs. Thompson. Um, and I really came into my own that semester with them. There's eighth grade science. Um, and that was a a group that I will never forget. You guys are not seeing her face,
1: but she's beaming (laughs) talking about these students.
0: That's awesome. Thank you. So do you have a book that you would recommend that everyone should read? Something at the top of your list.
2: Yes. I have been on a Brene Brown kick lately. Uh, we've heard a little about her this past uh,
0: 30 or 40 podcasts yes. we've had now. So, oh, really? very good.
2: So, please share which one <laughs> um, The Gifts of Imperfection. That was been my most recent one, and I really enjoyed that book. So,
0: you yeah. recommend everyone read that book.
2: Yes. Very
0: good. So, is there anything
2: else you'd like to talk about
0: before we conclude our podcast with you, Jamie?
2: Um, Just that I'm excited to continue the year and uh, go into the winter and term two and um, have a great rest of the 2023-2024 school year.
0: And I'm sure you'll be sharing lots more information about the Expo, which is in early December. Mm -hmm. So we have lots of communication channels for that, our website, Facebook, Facebook blackboard posters. So we'll be working very closely with you to make sure that gets advertised and communicated. So thank you again for joining us today. And I want to thank everyone who tuned in today to listen to Marie and I talk with Jamie, please join us next Friday for another episode of SDB in the spotlight. And if you're looking to keep up to date with the news in our district, Tune in on Monday mornings to hear a quick two to three minute news update each week. Thank you for joining us.